0: welcome to get the jacks fact get the what (laughs) get the facts jack (laughs) see that's what happens when you listen to that song and it's that fast-paced song i can't even talk that quick you know you ought to see me dance to that thing as we were (laughs) you were doing the lead-in so anyway welcome to get the facts jack it's a weekly podcast from jack county texas uh where we hope to share factual information to the cities of jack county and or the citizens of Jack County. I'm your host, Judge Brian Keith Humphreys. And of course, here on the uh, you're like the DJ, you're like the man up in the box, right? Boop, 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 boop. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: you really didn't look cool doing that, just, <laughs> just saying. But anyway, my wingman, Frank Hefner, Jack County Emergency Management Coordinator. And so, it's always good to have you on the you've you've got uh, you've worked a little bit just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, that's pretty impressive. You know, this is just our second episode and you've already taken it to the next level, well,
1: man. Yes, sir. And uh we'll we'll continue to uh add to it and uh might even add some top gun stuff to it if we oh, want. Yes, sir.
0: So that might be a little surprise, surprise. of what's what's going to happen here on this podcast. Yes, sir. So, well, we have a very special guest. Our guest is Mike Smith. He is the um City manager of Jacksboro. So Mike, how are you, man? Good I'm,
2: to- I'm doing great and I'm I'm really happy to be here with you too and looking forward to it.
0: Well this will teach you not to answer your phone. And so <laughs> when the judge texts you and says, Hey, you got time for a podcast? Um well
2: <laughs> I'm busy, but you didn't yeah. tell me you didn't tell me what
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I won't mention it no. to it until you come over to the uh, courthouse and sit down.
1: I say, "Oh, hey, let's go upstairs and let's record something real quick." So, you know, I think that's what we did to our first guest. We never told him what we were doing. Oh we no, just threw them in there.
0: You never tell them because then they'll come up with an excuse and they'll get so nervous they don't even want to have a conver- conversation with you or that, anything. That is so, correct. but anyway, Mike, it's it's really good that you're here with us today. You know what? Our goal here is to be able to provide factual information to our community. And you know, I know you get frustrated with this. You know, we are fighting against social media all the time. And one of the one of the pages here locally is Rants and Raves. And man, if they're not beating you up, they're beating me up. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, and then one of the one of the criticisms I get all the time about this is that well, Judge, you don't ever say anything or you don't ever respond or you, you you never defend yourself. As soon as you defend yourself, they crucify you. And I've watched other people try, I mean, other leaders in our community try to respond to that. And there is no way you can respond. Sure. And so one of our goals is, as here's today, and the reason why we're doing these episodes or these podcasts is to say, Hey, I'm going to give you factual information of what's going on in our community and you're going to hear it my side of the story, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And so <laughs> have you been a victim of rants and rave?
2: You know, like you said, if, if they're not beating me up, they're beating you up. Um, <laughs> I I, uh, I seem to pop up pretty regular on that page for whatever reason. The inter- interesting thing is, though, um, very few, if any of those people, ever pick up the phone, call City Hall and say, what's the truth? What is really going on here?
0: I don't think they really want to know no, the truth. No, They just want to... They just want to vent. Exactly. So it's it's really what I what I say is it's more of an opinion than an actual factual sure. basis. Sure. So, but so many people get their factual information from Facebook, exactly, or from social media. And so anyway, that's why we're going through this process. So anyway, we had to come up with something creative, something different, something outside the box. And we appreciate everybody listening in. We hope that you'll you'll share this, um, kind of this message to your friends and, and let this, um, this podcast, uh, get the facts, Jack, let it be your source of factual information. And, And I'll make a commitment to you that we'll come out on a weekly basis. We'll have other community leaders, uh, come and they will, you know, tell you what's going on in their area or in their circle of influence. And so, you know, Mike, tell us a little bit about your background. I know, um, if you've ever been to a, uh, a city council meeting, uh, if you've ever been around um, uh, Chief uh, Scott Haynes of our Jacksboro Police Department, I know there's a little t- military rivalry there. So I know you have an Air Force background. So give us a little history about, um, uh, about you and your family and uh, tell us how you came to Jack County.
2: Sure. Well, uh, actually, my father was born and raised here in Jacksboro. Still have a lot of cousins, relatives live here. I uh, I grew up in Graham, born and raised there. Uh, after I went to college, worked for a few, couple of years for the state, and then joined the Air Force. Spent uh, 20 years in the Air Force. I say we. My wife was not active duty, but uh, spouses
0: are a big part uh, of it. They it takes it takes the whole family. Absolutely,
2: doesn't it? it really does. But like I said, we spent 20 years. Uh, about half of that was overseas in Germany, England. I spent a year in Iraq um, with the Army. So as an Air Force officer, I was actually embedded with an Army unit. And that's, you know, besides just the Army, Air Force, uh, give and take, Chief Haynes and I kind of have that in common. Oh, yeah. Really enjoyed it. So my goal, to be honest with you, I told my wife on this this on our very first date uh, 31 years ago, I said, I'm going to grow up and be the city manager in my hometown, Graham. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I actually applied for a couple jobs there, and then this job came open. And we've been here eight years. Love it. I was actually offered the job in Graham after about two years here oh, and turned it down. Really? Sure. Oh, wow. So we really, I mean, it. jacksburg grows on you. It really does.
0: You had your chance to leave
2: I then. had my chance to leave. And you to
0: chose leave. to stay. Yes, sir. Wow. That's pretty impressive to me. So,
2: But we're doing a lot of good things here. I mean, we, we've we got a great team over at the city. We've got a great city council. Mm-hmm. So we're... We're making some improvement, not as quickly as we'd like to. It's baby steps, but we're getting there.
0: You know, one of the things, and I, I would encourage people, people that are listening to our podcast, to take a few minutes and come over and sit through a uh, city council meeting. The same people that gripe, the ones that never call you and ask or give any kind of, uh, you know, ask questions to the city hall, they just want to give opinion, um, they never come to council meetings. Sure. That is a great... Um, resource for what is going on and the challenges that you are facing. And so, um, I've been always impressed about how progressive the city council is. And, and really whenever I know one of the things that you're always beat up about is streets, but we don't have an endless supply of funds, Correct. and we can't just go out and borrow money, um, like the general public would, nor would we want to because taxes would be through the roof. Exactly. If we, if we, Sure, we want to fix the roads, but we have to do it in a systematic way. And then if you will come to a council meeting and listen to your presentation and the feedback from the council, uh, y'all have got one heck of a great program, and it's very logistic, and it's not going to cost a lot of money you're not going to go in debt. Yep, exactly.
2: You know, we just redid uh, in, a year ago, we redid 11 streets, and that was on a grant. But the, the beauty of it is right now is, our, you know, our, our debt has gone down significantly this year, this, this fiscal year. And so we're able to use that money and put it back in the streets. So we've, we're continuously do, redoing them. Uh, we're, you know, it, it, again, the biggest gripe I usually get is when are you going to get to my street? but that's okay. I mean, we'll, we'll get there.
0: Sure. Absolutely. I always tell my commissioners, the ones that are complaining, they only care about one street, the one that's in front of their house. You're absolutely right. They don't care about anybody else, anybody else's problems. That's the most important road in Jack County. And I can imagine you get the same kind of input, uh, from your, your people in, in the city.
2: Absolutely. And you know, one thing, that I'm really proud of, and I, I, I I'm sure you are as well. Um, the relationship that the county and the city has right now, it is is probably the strongest has been certainly since I've been here. And you know, we we recently did that agreement where we're going to help with some of our equipment and and help out with some roads and out in the county. The council was all for that. I mean, why not? It's
0: It's all taxpayers' money. It's it's all the same thing. You're absolutely right. You know, and and that's what, you know, Mike, whenever we started talking about this, um, you know, you have the equipment. That was part of your plan. There is no reason for the county to buy the same pieces of equipment to do the same job. Let's say we're going to do a project in Perrin or in Wizard Wells or or somewhere. You know, why would the county want to spend taxpayers' money whenever – the city has that same equipment, exactly. And you so graciously, you know, you you absolutely said, "Hey, absolutely, let's work together." So there is a spirit of cooperation that has never existed between the city and the county. It really is. No, I agree. And I and
2: I, like I said, the council is all on board, and the, my staff is too. They're they are anxious and excited because every time that I've come and asked the county for some help with something, it, that you've always come through and, and did it without questions. So, good, very we,
0: good. And I know even the commissioner that really embraced this idea, man, he's all excited about it. He's probably the best blade man we got in the county. And that's one of the things that, you know, the city really needed was, hey, we always have to outsource this or we have to go hire it done. And, you know, the size of our equipment, because that's really what we do is we blade blade roads. Um, We have that. We've got four, maybe six brand-new john deere caterpillar blades that we would be glad to come over and do that type of finish work for you and i even know some of our road hands are probably some of the best blade guys there is in the county because that's what they do every day so man i love that relationship i love that we can enter into those interlocal agreements and work together and at the end of the day our community whether it's jacksboro or jack county ends. You're absolutely right. And it's much cheaper. So one of the other things that I wanted to visit about today was what is going on with our downtown revitalization. There is, there is some serious buzz about it. I mean, it seems like, you know what, the city is excited. The people that live here, my gosh, come out to a farmer's market on sure. a Saturday morning. It's crazy to see the number of vendors that we have. And then not only is our local people supporting that, but then everybody that comes through our intersections, I mean, all roads. Lead to Jacksboro. That's right. right. And and people stop on their way to West Texas, and they come and they want to see what's going on at our farmer's market. I was blown away to see how many people were around our square on a Saturday morning. It's crazy, you know. And I, I kind of hate that we're in the winter months
2: right now because we, we're not doing those for a little while. But, hey, you got to give a shout-out to Valerie
0: Monk over at the Chamber of Commerce. She has just works her tail off. To she does a great job. To, she really she, does. She really, and, and going back to that spirit of cooperation, the Chamber of Commerce, the EDC, the city, the county, the vision group, all of us are working together. And, and when, you, when we can all work together, you're going to see something happen. Absolutely, And that's one of the things that's happening with our downtown project. So give us a little bit of insight of what's going on and what, what, what is the vision for our downtown?
2: Well, sure. So uh, you know, I want to give the EDC some credit on here, especially uh, Leslie Chalmers, because you know, she, her and I have talked a lot and, and, and sat down with you several times and talked about uh, we're working on some grants so we can get some money. We definitely want to, want to redo all of our sidewalks. We want to get those ADA compliant. We want to make it you know, easy and comfortable to get around. But we also want to improve the aesthetics. We want the place to look nice. If you're driving by, you're not from Jacksboro, you're not from Jack County, we want you to want to stop when you drive through the square. So we're, we're working on uh, uh, redoing all the lighting uh, on both sides of the street. This is a cooperative effort here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to improve our parking. We want to put some greenery down here, so it makes it a little more appealing. We're going to put some, you know, plant a few more trees. Uh, try to make sure we're not losing any parking, but we still want to just really improve the looks and the feel of the downtown area. We're trying. We're, in, we're working with uh, with businesses. You know, the EDC has a grant where they'll help you uh, redo the the outside of your building if you want to do some improvements out there. And, and there's a couple of people that have already already taken advantage of that. So we're really looking forward to it. It'll probably be about a year before everything, you know, really starts falling in place, but that's just bureaucracy with getting the money from from the state and from the federal government.
0: Sure, absolutely. You know, and you mentioned the grants that we have uh, through the BOT grant. Yes. And then also through Dot. And so, you know, those are, we're, the federal money's out there. Yes. And if we're not moving forward with some kind of a project, then it's going to go to another community. Look, look at Mineral Wells. Look at what's going on in Palo Pinto. It's been going on in Granbury and Hood County for years. Sure. Well, I mean, and I love going to those places on weekends, but I can only go so many times a year. There is no reason why Jacksboro doesn't come together as a community and make this a destination, at least for weekends. Absolutely right. And you know, I'll be honest with you, our county our county population increases probably by three during deer season. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, we're, we average a little bit less than 10,000, but during deer season and or during COVID, I promise you, every deer <laughs> camp was packed. Oh, yeah. And we probably had somewhere around twenty to 30,000 people that came and found refuge or safety in their deer camps or coming to grandparents or coming to their the ranches or the the places their weekend homes, and you know what? They're good people, and that helps our local economy.
2: You're absolutely right, and that, that you know we are really focused on getting new businesses here, uh, and and I'm, I'm, we're we think that through this downtown revitalization, that's going to help because the, your curb appeal is just going to go oh, through the roof.
0: You know, we've got multiple shades of brown. Yes. <laughs> You know, and you know, we sit through these meetings, but and I heard Leslie Chalmers say that, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, we truly have a beautiful square, a courthouse. You know, I mean, we've got the the real estate, we've got the traffic flow. It's amazing how much traffic comes through. Oh yeah, right here on the corner of Belknap and 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 Maine, but you know, it, it it's all such a bland color, and I know the EDC is doing such a great job. With these grant programs for individual businesses are around the square. And I think that over the next year, or so you're going to see some changes. Absolutely.
2: You know, and there's a lot of other growth that's, that's happening too. You know, Dot is about to widen the, the highway out by the lake. They're putting in some turn lanes. A, a lot of that is due because of the use of the baseball field out there during the summer. Oh, yeah. We fought and fought and fought and tried to get Text dot to do some things, and then one of their engineers happened to be driving on highway fifty nine going to buoy during one of those tournaments and he went back to the office Monday and said, "We got to fix that road so oh wow, you know, it just takes a one little thing sometimes,
0: but you know that's a great point. I mean that's a weekend type draw, yep we probably have some of if not the nicest facilities oh, yeah. of any community our size, and if you go during especially the springtime of the year when baseball season, well, of course, now baseball season goes almost year-round sure. with select leagues and stuff like that. But if you were to come out and go to our ball fields out on uh, Highway 59, out by our lake, uh, our lakes, uh, it's packed with people.
1: Yeah, Yeah, even lunchtime and stuff, you know, uh, you go out there during lunchtime during the week, you find people picnicking out there. Yeah. Just, just sitting for lunch for a little bit, enjoying the outdoors. And then you know they've got the, uh, you know the equipment track.
2: Oh yeah, people love there. that, and I and mean that was use it. Vision Group. You know helped right. out with that tremendously. But you're right, I people are out there in the mornings, the evening evenings, launched well,
0: lunch so. and new playground equipment. Yes, yep. It is it is state of the art. It's probably one of the coolest things, and it has a a built in awning mm-hmm. yeah. or an umbrella to shade where the where the kids can play, and the and the stuff's not so hot during our june and july you know uh, extreme heat right. so
2: yeah and we're planting trees out there around the yeah, ball field so there's we,
0: live oaks ready to go absolutely so I, i'm telling you what there's a lot of cool stuff that's going on and and but you know if you just came over here monday through friday and you didn't come on the weekends and you were an engineer that worked for Text dot you would never know the you're volume of traffic right. you're absolutely right you would never have seen that so and, and that's just a jump start. Uh, you know, we're going to find more and more things going on in our community. Uh, the more uh, government grants that we get, the more interaction we have with TxDOT. You mentioned the sidewalks on the west side of the uh, of the uh, courthouse area. Yeah. Um, it just kind of opens things up. So. There's a lot of cool and exciting things going on. There is. Uh,
2: it, unfortunately, like I said earlier, it doesn't happen quite as, as fast as, as most of us would like it to. But it's, it's happening. We're headed in the right direction.
0: That's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If you're going to do it, do it right Absolutely. and take your time at it. Yeah. So, And I, a lot of times I get criticism whenever it talks about us investing money, uh, whether it's city or county money, into these type of project. Whenever you start thinking about the type of tax revenue that comes in, I, you know, what do you have any idea what kind of a return we get for every dollar that a community invests into these type of projects? What kind of return does it make to our uh, sales tax, or whether it's our no, revenue? I,
2: I can't really give you a dollar amount, but I you can track it. You can see during when they have tournaments, when they have big events, and then go back and look at your sales tax for the, for that time period. And you can see spikes. So sure. we know it, it, has a, a, it has a positive an effect. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so it's not wasted money. Yes. I, you know, one of the projects that I've kind of tried to take the lead on is the Courthouse Band Shell. Yep. And so, um, and we've been successful. Uh, we've been working on it for the last uh, six, eight months. And uh, it was a concept that we came up with. You know, I got to give some credit to, to our uh, Judge Davenport. He always wanted a gazebo or a bandstand. Somewhere on the square area to be a draw and to where uh, you know uh, musicians, entertainers, um, one act play band could could perform and draw people, but we've taken that idea uh, that Judge Davenport had, and we've kind of expanded it and and uh, we hope that it's going to be on the northeast corner of the courthouse square. But we hope that it's a draw. But you know, that investment is not just into beautifying our courthouse, it's a draw for the community to get those people that are passing through a destination to come and stop. Absolutely. And it helps our businesses. I think it's a I think it's a no-brainer. Oh yeah. I think it's a great investment into our community. And I
2: think when you when you look at all those things that are going on simultaneously, they're not just individual projects, they're actually Every, all of them are being taken into account as we as we plan all this out and, and move forward with
0: it. Well, and then as we do that, and as all these entities come together, whether it's the bandshell, whether it's the uh, downtown revitalization, then we get, um, I guess, I don't want to say more points, but we get uh, we get more attention drawn to us as we look at bigger grant opportunities, absolutely. like what's going on in other, you know, like I guarantee you Decatur just got a big uh, renovation project for their, their courthouse. And uh, so the more investment we make into these type of things that the better our priority rating is to get more additional federal and state funds. Absolutely, Is that a fair way to say it? Oh, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. All right. So we had talked about, um, uh, drawing or encouraging other businesses to come into Jacksboro and Jack County. And one of the hottest buzz topics right now is the lunar landscape. And so, man, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, Mike. This thing, I think, honestly, I got to give some credit to Brian Smith. I almost think he maybe broke the story end of May, 1st of June, and then ran it. And then I think, WFAA actually picked it up and posted the conceptual idea. Yes. I had people all over the state and out of state asking, is this for real? Is this really Jacksboro? What's going on? What is what is this lunar landscape thing that's going on? So how did that come about? Well, it was uh,
2: interesting. Um, so the concept for the lunar landscape, if you haven't heard about it, uh, is that they want to build a model, scale model of the moon that you can actually walk on. It will will be a Guinness Book of World Record map um, that you can interact with. There'll be a lot of virtual and augmented reality. They're going to do rocket launches, just a a big number of things. But it was the the organization that started this. uh, It's called Back to Space. Um, It started by the the granddaughter of one of the astronauts that went to the moon. And they just happened to know an individual that uh uh, you know i'm friends with from the metroplex and they were talking about one evening and needed a location that was dark it was away from dfw it you know had some space and uh and dr scott nichols said why don't you call mike smith down in jacksboro and it blossomed from that this whole uh, first conversation we had was september a year ago
0: and they're going to start breaking ground in january to Start building this thing. That is so cool. You know, and and the first thing everybody asks me, well, why Jacksboro? Well, you know, whenever I ask that question, it's because we have clean air. Yes. I mean, guys, whenever you go to the Dallas-Fort Worth area and you're driving into it, you can see the smog. You can see the just the pollution that looms over on a, uh, you know, on a windless day or a windless morning. But when you come to Jack County and you look up, First of all, we don't have night lights on every street corner. We don't have vape, you know, what is it called? Verper, uh, I can't. What am I trying to say? Mercury vapor lights. Oh. Yeah, say that ten times fast. Yep. You know. So anyway, um, we don't have all that. I mean, I guess the one thing we have would be the prison north of town, and then we have the, uh, uh, the windmills, the blinking uh, red lights. But other than that, on a normal night. Man, you have a beautiful. Oh, yeah, uh, you got a beautiful sky to to see all this that happens. We've already had, I think,
2: two um, stargazing events out out there, and we get some some uh, amateur astronomers bringing their telescopes down and out the lake. Well, you drive by it every morning and night going home. You, it's dark. Oh, it, it is dark out there. It's pitch black. Yeah. So it is the perfect place to, to do some stargazing.
0: Well, and, okay, i got to brag on your Parks and Recreation Department and under your direction, uh, and John Moffitt and uh, Will Bangham now, um, you know, has turned a area that was used for illicit purposes or a trash or um, problems, troublemaking, to a place where families, as Frank, as you've said, there's people that have lunch out there. Oh, yeah. It's a great use. And, you know, um, having that vision uh, to say, hey, you know what, we've got a track of land that would work perfect for this concept. And so I think, from what I understand, they're going to begin construction in, in like January. A, in yes, January. For sure. Yes, I saw the numbers of over 60,000 square foot facility. Um, And one of the things that the – I guess the guy, the concept guy, Michael, had said is I hope the whole parking lot is full of yellow school buses. I hope so too. I mean, how cool is that to think all of our communities surrounding Jack County and Jacksboro, they will send their school kids over here to learn more about space, around rockets, around physics, and those type of things. And what an
2: awesome opportunity for – Jacksboro Independent School District, Bryson, Perrin. I mean, they're not having to travel like a lot of these schools will have to.
0: Yeah, it's right here in their backyard. Exactly. Exactly. it's funny because last night, you know how things kind of all connect together. Me and my wife, Karen, we were watching on the Discovery Channel. It's called Rocket Around the Clock or Rocket Around the Something. We watched for almost two hours of teams of like, uh, you know, two individuals that had a passion for shooting off rockets and they did it around the Christmas theme, and they shot rockets for competition for different levels. Uh, one of them was like trying to hit the North Pole. One was trying to hit Santa's, you know. They they launched Santa's sled and they distributed packages off. It was amazing, and I told Karen, I said, "This is exactly what we're going to do oh, yeah. in Jacksboro." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just give it a little bit of time; they'll be here, and they and they will. If you, I'll challenge everybody that's listening. You ought to go watch. Is it called October Sky? I think that's the name of the movie of the like West Virginia coal mine town where a young man had a um, received inspiration from a physics teacher, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I may be not quite right, but I'm close. And all of a sudden, through that exposure, um, she was able to. To stimulate his creative and his ability to learn about rockets, he wasn't the only the only person that got out of the town was like an athlete. Yeah, and then this young man, all of a sudden, you know, his group of like four or five friends, uh, maybe the nerds of the class or the school, all of a sudden started competing in this rocket competition, and they won local, they won county, they won state, national. And I think the the point of it was is I think they all went and became um, engineers at NASA. Yeah, and that's the same concept that um, you know Michael and some of these guys that are um, that are passionate about space. Uh, not even to include all the astronauts, we've probably had um, some of the highest ranking, um, you know, test pilots, astronauts. Civic leaders, state leaders, community leaders, at this location yeah. over the last four
2: months. Well, and you know, there's only four astronauts still alive that that were part of the uh, the Apollo projects. So, hopefully, we get one or two of them down here if they're if they're healthy enough to to do some groundbreaking. And we're sending man back to the moon.
0: That's right, and,
2: and a woman too. So yeah. you know, it, this is pretty exciting.
0: I, it really is, and to see some progress, and it's a real thing. I think we. Probably last month, we planted the moon tree. Yes, sir. And the story behind the moon tree is, was it the seeds? Yes. Okay, so give me a little history on the moon tree.
2: Okay, so one of the, the astronauts that, that flew the, uh, he did not actually walk on the moon. He flew the, I, what the, the orbital, not the orbital lander, but the command module or whatever, it circled the moon. Uh, his name was Jack Rusa. Yeah. Before he joined uh, the Air Force, he was actually, uh, he fought forest fire, so he was a, a fire jumper. Yeah, uh, Just, you know, fascinated with trees, had a real affinity for them. Every astronaut got to take something to the moon, so he took 500 tree seeds to the moon, brought them back. There were five or six different varieties, brought them back, and they planted them all over the, the United States. And so this is a... They they actually call it a half moon because it's a I guess second generation moon tree. Oh yeah. So um, and we, like you said, we planted it about a couple of weeks ago. Had a real nice ceremony. Uh, Jack Roos's son was there. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Roos retired from the Air Force, and uh, his his granddaughter was there. She's the one that started back to space. Yeah. Alan West was out there. I mean, yeah. it was a great a great day, a great events.
0: How so, crazy is that? Yeah. Well, wow. here in Jack
2: County, in Jack County, right. and you know right.
0: what. Some people say, "Why? How how do you know about this?" Well, you know what? We're telling you it's here. That's part of the purpose of this uh, this broadcast or broadcast is to tell you factual information, guys. It's happening. It's at the lake. It's a real deal. Come out and be a part of it. Absolutely. Every time, Mike, I've got to be. I've got to be honest with you. You know, you invited me to the ribbon cutting, and I told Karen, I said, "Okay, Karen, come on, let's let's go Saturday morning. We're going to go do a ribbon cutting." And then all of a sudden, you started to look and you learn a little bit more about it, and you go, "Now this is cool. This this is the real deal." And then there will be another function, or there'll there'll be another groundbreaking, or there'll be another informational thing. Like uh, now, these aren't just amateur um, uh, telescopes you're talking no. about. These are huge. These oh, yeah. guys are like I met I met um, the owner and his wife, of a large telescope company that's located in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And these people are serious. They sell telescopes all around the world. And they said, Keith, we are begging, we are looking for areas that don't have this ambient light at night. We've got to get away from the Metroplex. We need to be out here, out in the darkness, and we want to just show people and get them engaged again. And these things are incredible. If you want to actually
2: see the rings around Venus, come out here and look up through one of those telescopes, and you can yeah. see them. Yeah, you can
0: see them. it is amazing. I I would love to see. You know, one of the things or Saturn, I'll, rather, yeah, yeah rings yeah, around yeah. Saturn. One of the things um, that's that's going to happen here on December twenty first is whenever is it Venus and Saturn, the two planets yep, kind of merge 21st. and become become one. And I mean, how cool is that? Oh, yeah. If we you know, granted, I heard that last night, this is like the first time it's happened in like 800 years. Really? Yeah. And how cool is if we could have had a big event, uh, this thing was completed, con- you know, but there'll be other uh, stellar lunar-type activities that happen that will draw people because, I mean, I, you always Google these things. I mean, people will go to the Mojave Debra- Desert to see these unusual kind of uh you know, stellar interactions, and there'll be thousands and thousands of people. I remember not too long ago, there were thousands of people that booked a place up in Oregon to watch like something come over, like a space shuttle right. or something. Yeah. So, I think it's awesome that it's here in in Jacksboro. What a what a creative, out of the box concept. Sure,
2: you know, and just the other opportunities that this is going to create is is going to be amazing. I think. And it's going to, like I said, it, it, I think it's going to start slow, and it's going to build, and we're really going to see some positive things come out of it.
0: I think that's fantastic. You know, you'd be surprised, um, your wife and, and uh, myself and then my wife, we sat on the uh, Jack County Museum, and uh, one of the things we found was the majority of people locally in Jacksboro and Jack County had never gone and walked through our museum. Yeah. And one of the things you had mentioned earlier that there's some really cool things in Jacksboro that people really never paid attention to. And so much less, there are people in Jacksboro that has never been to Fort Richardson. Exactly. People
2: don't realize that you can start at Fort Richardson on the south end of town and walk or ride your bike, whatever you want to do, to the north end of the lake. Beautiful trail. Well, it's about six miles, I think, one direction. It's just it's gorgeous. Um, so you get to you, you you get to see both lakes. People don't a lot of people don't realize we have two lakes. Yeah, it's a hidden gem here yeah. in Daxburg. They think it's one. Exactly. Yeah, and when it rains a whole lot, it is one. Yeah. Lake, so. <laughs> but it really is. I mean, that the, you got the the Fort Richardson has a park on the north side of of Twin Lakes or uh, Lost Creek Reservoir. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, you know, just get out and explore. I mean, like you said, the museum, there is some really cool stuff. I mean,
0: 4-H started, you know, yeah, here. Yeah. So you'd the, be surprised how people don't know that this is a birthplace of 4-H yeah, in Texas. Exactly. Right there at that house. That's the reason why the museum's there. Exactly. Right one block off of Main Street is because that was the actual house where that group met. Yeah. So it is, I mean, there is, there is some, some wonderful
2: history here. There is just there are some hidden gems. I mean, and like like the lake, and we're we're working on um, getting a a, a a fishing tournament here. And as a matter of fact, Will Mangum just oh, got yeah. back from Bandera where they were hosting a tournament down there. So he went down to watch and, and see what all's involved. So we're trying to get some of those activities started up here in the near future. So we're we're excited about it.
0: You've done great things. We want
2: tourism to be one of our biggest. Um, you know businesses.
0: We are an hour and fifteen hour and thirty minutes away from the Dallas Fort Worth area. All roads lead to Jack County, Jacksboro. There is no reason why we don't take full advantage of that. And you have, as we've mentioned before, we've got some great staff members that are taking the charge. Absolutely. So it's it's not just one of us doing it. It's all of us doing it. So. Well,
1: we've seen. You know, we've seen through the city. Uh, y'all put on the uh, the Fourth of July. You know, uh, fireworks show. Oh, yeah. And every bit of your staff members, hands-on. And uh, they do a wonderful job at putting that event. And, um, you know, it's top-notch. Uh, you get people from all over the, the state coming watching. And oh, they're yeah. saying, hey, Jacksboro puts on a good fireworks show. But not only just that, but just the, the entertainment that's going on, the the events for the family that's happening throughout the day. It's It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great time for that day on Saturday to go out there and just enjoy good family entertainment fun and then close the day out with fireworks last week of june every right. year every year and it's just wonderful that's something that and it, i've seen the fireworks city
2: puts that on i've seen fireworks all over the world and right. that is you know every year the best fireworks show i've seen right i mean it is you are right there yeah so it is wonderful
0: well, it takes a cooperative spirit. And, sure. you know, all your departments here in the city work hard on that. Absolutely. You know, it takes a joint effort with the Parks and Recreation, your your uh, police department for sure, uh, and then also with your fire department. And, you know, one of the things that is coming up just here, it's not it's almost Christmas time, guys. Um, on Christmas Eve, the Jacksboro Fire Department has a very unique tradition. So why don't you give a little spotlight to those sure. guys?
2: So uh, they're going on, I think, seventy years of doing this. Uh, I think they've done it every year. I don't, I don't believe, from what I understand, they've ever missed it. But they get the old fire truck. It was a nineteen forty Seagraves. Yeah, um, they they bring it out. They got Santa Claus sitting on the truck, and they go down every street in town, handing out um, you know bags of, of candy and, and other things. So it is a wonderful tradition. Kids, there, there are people that come back to Jacksboro for Christmas. Just so that they can have their kids experience the same thing they did when they were children.
0: That is so cool. It really, that is. is the neatest thing. Yeah. That everybody is a kid at Christmas time. Oh yeah, you know.
2: So we're yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Watching it, they kids will track it on Facebook. I mean, you know, they track the the Seagraves Christmas Eve, and then they're tracking Santa that night. So yeah. that is awesome.
0: That is awesome. Guys, thanks so very much, Mike Smith general uh city manager i almost called you general manager it sounds like a baseball team so a city manager of jacksboro you know the one thing i always think about okay what did i learn about this you know mike every time i i find out a little more about you to be able to come here but your dream was to be somewhere else but you'd turn that job down and you have dedicated the last eight years to this city and this community Look at the changes you've made under your under your watch, man. Great job. Well, I appreciate that, but like you said, it's it's not one person; it's a whole team effort. So. Well, sometimes you just got to share the dream, yeah. and and you do an excellent job at that. Um, I'd encourage your the citizens of Jack County and Jacksboro to come and participate in. You know, just take a few minutes and sit down with Mike. Heck. Why don't you take Mike to lunch we'll or something? Him. I mean, you know, you might. you It will change your opinion. So, Mike, we are so blessed by having you, well, thank uh, you very in much. the city and to taking that. I know we're in great hands, and I look forward to all these things coming to fruition over the next few years. And like you said, if we're going to do it right, it's going to take time. Absolutely. So thanks very much. Frank, good job as always. You're
1: welcome. You want to take us out with something cool? Let's see what we could find out here. If <laughs> This will hit our stuff.
0: I'm scared to ask. <laughs> Oh man, you got good taste in music. i <laughs> <laughs>